This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. It's Jane for Libby. This is Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Libby returns on Monday. They are the unsung heroes of the COVID-19 pandemic. Grocery store workers. They keep shelves stocked, food available, and check out our groceries before we leave the store. Do you wonder? I know I do. How safe are they? Are they being fully protected by their employers? Tim Dielstra is with the United Food and Commercial Workers Union and represents grocery store workers across the country, and he joins us on the phone. Hi, Tim. Hi, Jane. Thanks for having me on the show. And, and how are you making out during the pandemic? Well, I'm doing quite well. I think we're all adjusting to this new modern reality we have, and we're all trying to make the best we can. That's certainly the same for me and my family. And are you a worker in a grocery store? I work full-time for my union local, Locals 175 and 633. Okay, so tell us about your members. Yeah, so UFCW in Ontario has over 100,000 members who work in every workplace sector of the economy. The biggest single sector we represent, of course, is grocery retail, where we have over 60,000 people in the province who are members of our union. We also represent people in industrial food factories, in healthcare, in hospitality. So we have a significant amount of people who are going to be continuing to operate throughout this pandemic. What are you hearing from your members? Do they feel protected? Do they feel safe? Well, we're certainly getting a lot of concerns from all of our members who are continuing to work. Our uh, grocery retail members, naturally, when they go into a workplace where the general public are continuing to come in and shop, uh, are concerned and come to work feeling, uh, I think, stressed. And we are trying to work as hard as we can with our employer groups to make sure that they can come to work and feel as protected and safe as possible. And so we've really focused on trying to find measures That will help them do that, whether it's personal protective equipment, whether it's making sure that social distancing measures are maintained within the store, uh, you know, whether it's trying to work with the employers to give them a little pay bump at this time so that they feel appreciated and that they can do what they need to do. Would it be fair to say that most in in your union that you represent have received at least a small pay bump to acknowledge uh, the challenging circumstances they're working in? The vast majority of members we have, we have been able to work with the employers to find them a a pay increase. Certainly this is the case for all the major grocery retailers and the pharmacy chains like Rexall that we represent. We've also been able to work with our industrial partners to do that. And now we're focused on trying to find our members in healthcare uh, as much help as we can, including a pay bump. So that's people in retirement homes, long-term care homes, and people who do home care. Oh, I see. Uh, as far as the grocery stores go, and uh, we're all trying to abide by the order and only go once a week and get what we need for a minimum of a week and two weeks, ultimately, uh, is what's recommended. What kinds of changes, and we're all seeing them, but just, just so we have a feeling of what's been done from the beginning of all this uh, to the present time, what's been done to protect, I guess, the workers and the shoppers? Sure. Well, as this has developed and we've all gotten used to terms like social distancing, which, uh, you know, a few months ago, when you, none of us were saying or using, 
And these measures have started to roll out into the stores. And so you see things like plexiglass barriers being put up at counters to separate the uh, front-end staff from the customers, things like markers on the floor to uh, keep people separated, to give them an idea of how far apart they should be. We've made sure that our members have any personal protective equipment that makes sense uh, for them to have. And so you will see in a grocery store, for instance, often the cash registers are staggered. So there's one open and then one that's closed then the next one that's open. And uh, only one of them typically is open for cash. And that uh, cashier is given gloves. They're sanitizing their hands on a regular basis. There are measures put in place for enhanced sanitation all throughout the store, which is happening regularly, and uh, carts and buggies are being cleaned. Yes. So there's been, been quite a movement uh, in the uh, retail space to make sure that not only are our members and workers as safe as they can be, but customers coming in can also have some sense of assurance that they're as safe as possible. We're also trying to apply those same principles into the industrial settings to make sure that social distancing is maintained while people are at work, that they are also given equipment. All of these things are very important to us as a union, and we focus very hard on making sure that our members who are working uh, can be as safe as they can be. Well, what I've noticed even in the last two weeks, so two weeks ago when I was at my Loblaws, there was no outside line. The line was inside uh, with all the carts spaced six feet apart. And I have to say that I imagined on that day that was a stressful working environment for the employees. The week later, the lineup was moved outside, and it felt like there was much more space inside because they could control how many people were in the store. That seems to have been a very positive development. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, as time has progressed here, you know, we have now gotten, I think, more comfortable as a society with measures in place that we've definitely been able to work with the retail partners to make sure that that's enforced. You know, we're disappointed uh, still with some of the approach that a very small portion of the public is taking. We understand people are cooped up, but uh, grocery stores are not a social outing for the whole family to go to. You had said, Jane, some of those things about, you know, try to identify one person if you can to go to the store only and limit how many times you go. vast majority of the public is doing a great job with that. Unfortunately, there is still you know, a, a higher portion than we would like of people who continue to shop in big groups and come every day. And, you know, we're recently uh, seeing some really sort of despicable things like people being spit on in our stores, uh, people who are coming in with uh, things like gloves and masks, just dropping them, leaving them for our members to pick up. And so we would definitely want to see the public, you know, try to help out here. These are people who are our neighbors who are working here, who are working very hard to continue to plot, uh, provide us the supplies and food that we need. And so as much help as people can give when they go shop as possible, it would be very much appreciated. We would definitely like to see that happen. Well, that's how I wanted to end on a positive note. And I, I've got less than 30 seconds. But what can we do as shoppers? What can we do to help out those workers who are on the front lines in the grocery stores? Following all those protocols that we talked about is absolutely important. So if you can, try to only go with one person. You know, try to maintain that social distancing when you're in the shop, not just for the workers, but for the fellow customers as well. You know, I understand it's stressful, and, and if there are a limited supply of things, that that can be frustrating for people. But if folks could be as kind and as polite and as patient as possible, it will be a better experience for them. It'll be a much better experience for our members 
And uh, we would strongly wish uh, for people to do that so that we can all continue to get through this crisis and work together to be as healthy and safe as we all can be. Thank you, Tim. We'll leave it there. I appreciate your time. All the best. Thank you, Jane. You as well. Tim Dielstra is with the United Food and Commercial Workers Union. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.